This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. going on talking right now with dave bland he's got a couple different beverages he's downing right now what do you got a pomegranate juice oh pomegranate juice and espalone tequila oh all right nice my day started off nice you know it's four o'clock where you are right yeah 4 p.m so it's like you know it's five o'clock somewhere but it's four o'clock he's starting you know happy hour Mm -hmm. a little early yeah yeah getting it done you know uh, he is the drummer for a band called Full of Hell, and uh, they have a new album out called Garden of Burning Apparitions, available now. Uh, it came out last week on Relapse Records. Uh, first off, congratulations, man. It's uh, it's probably been a long time waiting for the record. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got this one done pretty fast, but it always feels longer than it actually is. But I'm, I can't even believe it. It's out already. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm definitely very happy with how everything that's that's come with it so far. So it's it's been cool. So th- with the new album, um, I'm curious, uh, was this a pandemic project? Did you guys just hunker down and write a record or was this something that you guys had in mind before everything went to? Um, we definitely had it in mind. We were just doing some other, you know, recording things, just different little side things, you know, some that aren't released and everything yet. Mm-hmm. Uh and definitely it was definitely like a pandemic thing as well, but not necessarily in a way we were definitely going to do another LP. So this was just like perfect timing for us kind of. And um, I definitely I think we probably all worked the hardest that we've ever worked on, um, you know, like musicianship and actually yeah. writing the songs. And Spencer did a really awesome job of, you know, he he pretty much puts everything kind of together. But, you know, we all do our spin on it. Yeah, it's it, it's it was definitely something cool to, uh, to do during the pandemic. Uh, it's, I'm, it's the most proud I think I've been of any record that we've done. So, yeah, it was awesome. And, and why is that? Uh, if we want to go a little bit, uh, unpack that a little bit. Why are you the most proud of this one? Um, I, I just think that like my performance, you know, specifically, I, I am the most proud of that just because I, I definitely 
you know, I worked real hard on this one and awesome. um, incorporating different styles that I probably wouldn't have, like, you know, like fusion or jazz or something like that into some of the songs, which, you know, I, I've definitely was just the most comfortable going into this. And I think Spencer as well, me and him practice together, like nonstop. Sam lives in Philly and mm -hmm. Dylan also lives in Pennsylvania, but me and Spencer together, we definitely, uh, we were, we were practicing like twice a week for, before this record. And we had it like so tight before we went into the studio. So my, I could say that both of our performances, at least all of ours were, we definitely feel we're the best out of, you know, any record that we've done. Just definitely the most comfortable playing, you know, these songs. You guys are in Baltimore. Um, we're in Ocean City, actually. Me and oh. Spencer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically it's it's like two hours east of. I'm right on the beach, like ten cool. minutes from the beach. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. It's like a small resort town, but I lived in Baltimore for like you know most of my life at mm -hmm. least you know, until like you know until like around ten, eleven years old, and then then moved to Ocean City. So that's how basically a band was started basically after that i was like 15 the first tours that we did together you know that's so crazy yeah, that's yeah, cool uh i think i actually talked with uh it's funny that you bring that up because I, I i spoke with spencer last time i interviewed him with the uh, weeping choir i think is on the um tour uh or yeah. sorry on the promotional run and and i spoke with him and he actually mentioned that they got you and and they had to like ask your mom if they could bring you out on tour and stuff so that's cool yeah. that i'm talking to the kid yeah, I actually had to lie to, and to, to just go on tour. And like a week into the tour, my mom would call me freaking out, like realizing that I wasn't home. It's like, where, where the hell are you? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I am in Texas right now. You know what I mean? And she's like losing her mind. But I'm glad. Definitely best decision. I mean, you know what I mean? Just go in and not telling them necessarily. They knew what I was going to do, but they were like, I had no idea that I was just going to go for it, you know? So. And look at you now, rich and famous, right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> So you're a drummer specifically for Full of Hell, but I noticed behind you, if, if you're not watching and you're just listening, behind him is a big box for a keyboard. Uh, oh, yeah. Are you a, are you a multi-instrumentalist? Yeah, I play guitar and stuff like that a lot, too, as well. But the keyboard I just got because I'm not I'm, I'm getting there. I'm starting to learn some some songs yeah. Steve and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I know like it's hard. That's for sure. It's like drums for your fingers. You know, what did you start with? Uh, I started with drums, at least. I was that was like the most natural. I mean, since I was like a kid, I was like the like you know the the one year old that was pulling out pots and pans and stuff, yeah. and like just slamming stuff nonstop. So eventually, I was just tapping, and then they my parents probably got me like a kid's drum set when I was like three or four, sure, and then sure. got me like an actual drum set when I would have been like seven or eight years old. They got me yeah. like a Tama and. Um, from that point on, that's what I wanted. But I, I probably started playing guitar like maybe like seven, eight years ago. And I, I okay. picked it up pretty fast. You know what I mean? It was pretty, I think just like watching other people nonstop, I was able to like pick that up. I have another band called Jarhead Fertilizer that yes. I, I write I write all the um the instruments for. So I write like the guitar and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Lyrics and everything. It's just like full on my project. But I mean, everybody adds to it that's in the band. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, we'll go on tour right before the Full of Hell tour, right before the Wolves tour. It's uh, Jarhead has like a Blood Incantation and Primitive Man and uh, Sissy Space Sec as well and Withered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it should be busy, a really cool busy, busy guy, man. Yeah, 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 nonstop. Not from December on. It's like I just if I could just be on tour, I'll be happy, you know. Okay, <laughs> well, um, so I I guess that um, 
leads me into this question I was meaning to ask later, but you know, you kind of teed me up. So some musicians, um, you know, and there's some musicians who just only want to be recording and writing and they don't, they just want to make it a studio album. Then there's some musicians who prefer just being on tour all the time. Is there yeah. one that you prefer over the other? Um, I definitely think I prefer to play live more than I do being in the studio for sure. Um, especially like, I don't know, uh, we play some pretty cool shows. So there's definitely mm -hmm. like a, uh, I think like being on tour, there's something about like kind of pushing yourself further every night and, yeah. you know, you end up becoming for me personally, just like a much better musician on tour or like in the middle of it or like, and afterwards, you know, every tour we do, I pretty much, I think that like my early days, most of practicing, like practicing a lot would just been on tour you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's when i got home i'd probably slack off a little bit more but on tour is like a real good practice i've learned to really like the studio stuff i do because i think it's fun and it's it's cool writing and seeing yeah. what's me and spencer already started writing for whatever is next for it just came out man yeah, come on yeah. give it a break uh-huh uh-huh yeah. it's like it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty consistent flow i guess that's that awesome. we have of like you know non-stop you know making music and that's that's just just want to be a musician for the most part that's it you know full-time that's all I yeah pretty much care about but i recording I, i've learned to have fun with it especially with the jarhead stuff too it's mm -hmm. like i can you know it's it's nerve-wracking for sure at a certain point but it is cool like at the finished product and like damn this is this is really crazy but you know i i definitely prefer to play live i think it's just it's for me tour is fun i like traveling and yeah. going out and you know doing whatever i want having fun you know it's cool it's tour is definitely the better part of it i think nice this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, well, uh, you know, we did mention how you were you know, 15 years old when you joined Full of Hell. And, and obviously that means you must have gotten into extreme music at a very young age. What yeah. was your first foray into that? Were your parents into it? Like who got you uh, in and what was your first, you know, real jump into it? Yeah, yeah. My dad was uh definitely he definitely was into some cool bands, you know. I definitely had some like got like a booklet of his CDs when I was nice. really young. I could think like the first tape I ever got was a, a Motley Crue tape that I found like in a parking lot when I've been like four or five years old. Killer. You know? That was yeah, like a, a greatest hits collection or something. Uh but from that, my dad was like super into Black Sabbath. So that was that cool. was my next like, you know, which is a mm -hmm. pretty good intro, I think, for most people or most people's intro into anything heavier or anything like that but i you know from that point on there was also some other bands you know there was definitely a lot of classic rock bands and stuff like that but mm -hmm. um i don't know there is a lot like i i had eventually got like a hellfest dvd or something when i was like yeah sixth or seventh grade and that's that's the what made me like you know get into like the locust or converge and stuff mm -hmm. like that and it's pretty much like a you know spiral from that point on to more extreme spencer also as me being a really young kid spencer is definitely you know showing me a lot more than I would have known from anybody else for the most part, because there's nobody in our area really that's, you know, 
too much into that music besides you know a handful of us and yeah. it would be me and spencer and then we even end up picking up like you know like sam the bass player now full of hell he's like you know, the youngest one out of the band like 25 or something you're like not that. the young one anymore not, not anymore no 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 i'm 27 so it's yeah. like you know yeah he's the he's the young one of the the group of people i think we'll just keep getting younger and younger yeah. you know? <laughs> that's the goal it's, it's, you're like a regular 25 to life you're gonna have 13 year old yeah. kids on tour with you that's what i'm saying that's a, if, if i can be like rick to life in my future i think i'll be depressed but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding no no no, he's no shade on rick uh no, okay so um we're, we're i'm curious because i talk to a lot of musicians uh, you know occasionally i'll talk to a musician who you know their full-time job is being a musician but that's like a lot of the like upper echelon the metallicas the megadeths the slayers you know the, they can sustain during a pandemic with not you know having a, an income but um you know what or a regular quote-unquote day job income yeah. you know so but a lot of the musicians on on the ground level on the grassroots diy or even you know on your level uh you know they have to have normal jobs or side gigs side hustles what what do you do aside from the band or is music your full-time job no yeah i I mean i have a lot i've definitely worked a ton of jobs like pretty much like you know a lot a lot of like every type of field but um you know like i guess i i've i've kind of been changing jobs right now i'm smoking uh meat for like a a restaurant so i just do that a few days a week yeah so i'll do that for like 12 hour days or something a few days a week at this restaurant that's close to us that kind of has shows we've been doing shows there and stuff like that it's called the globe um but also besides that before that i was doing a lot of like i did retail in the summertime Mm -hmm. because we we were like in a resort town so i would Mm -hmm. work on the boardwalk um and uh yeah i would work a sunglass store is what i did for like five years before that just like a high-end sunglass store on the boardwalk you know what i mean and that was you know, it was cool or whatever. But in, this, in the wintertime, I do construction as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of trade off between retail and construction for a while. And that was all right. But, you know, I definitely don't miss either of them. It's pretty like um, now I have like a pretty calm job that I can just kind of do whatever I want, nice. make my own hours and stuff yep. like that, which is much better for me. But I, I hope that come December, I you know, I really don't have to. I really won't have time to, but I really won't yeah. have, to, have to like, you know, do a, a normal job when I'm home. I kind of focus on other things. I also give drum lessons in my free time as well. So nice. I'll spend, you know, probably like, I, I only have a couple students right now, but it, it varies, you know, like two to four or something mm-hmm. like that. And that, that definitely gets me a lot of, um, uh, you know, and my time is, is definitely taken up all the time just from, from, drum lessons between yeah. that and, and also just slightly working a normal job it's it's definitely a lot it's a lot less than i used to do though i was definitely the only one probably that was i mean spencer works construction with his ads you know because mm-hmm. i was i used to be working like six days a week 15 hours a day and that was like it absolutely insanity for like three or four years and so i'm glad that i'm not doing anything like that anymore and i'm, I'm yeah. at least pretty comfortable where i'm i'm only working just a little bit and kind of choosing what i want to do Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just always curious because, you know, um, you know, we play you play extreme metal. I do radio for extreme metal. We're not in this because we're going to get rich. You know, we obviously love it. So no, no, no. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> this is I never plan on ever making money up from any any sort of music, you know, endeavor, really. But to be able to even like pretty much make men's ends meet, I'm 
thrilled for that. Nice to sustain itself. Come back from tour, not owing money. It's, it's a nice thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge thing. (laughs) It's a huge, I did a lot of tours that were not that way. So it's, and still to this day, pretty much, you know, it's kind of half and half for me, at least, you know, between Jarhead and this, it's like, I'm definitely full of howls. It's good, but you know, Jarhead at a certain point is still growing. So there's no, it's all band money. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, um, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that because you, you talk a little bit about, you know, touring on um we talk a little bit about touring on that like very you know lower diy level where you 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 book your own tours and and um you know you you play vfw halls and stuff and you guys really started that way playing with a lot of hardcore bands um you guys are definitely like a metal noise band but i remember um early on you would play bands with bands like nails and like there was hardcore tours you guys would play on um, did you guys have uh, like a lot of friendships and connections in that hardcore scene or uh, did it just happen that that way or uh, um, yes yeah. come from that world? Yeah, we definitely come from that world. I mean, we were at the, the start of Full of Fall, we were definitely playing shows just like even local shows around our area, which are really small. But I mean, there's definitely some Delaware hardcore bands and stuff like that on the eastern shore that yeah. really yeah. where we started playing more shows. And then after that, I mean, Spencer. He had asked me to do the first tour. We only did like one local show before we left. But, you know, a lot of the shows playing like five, ten people, you know, making not much money every night. It's pretty rough. Sleeping in the van every night for, you know, I mean, pretty much the whole tour. We did that for a while and just which is fine. I'm definitely had like some of the fun, funner experiences doing that style of. of (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, it's definitely it's definitely. grown and been cool since then yeah. you know what i mean it was definitely rough on those early tours but uh you know it definitely makes you better at a certain point too because you want to play a lot better we starting to play shows and like you know from baltimore a389 is like a lot of like they have the a389 fest they used to yeah. in baltimore and a389 was definitely the first label to kind of put us on and and really like we started noticing a lot more people the more shows we play mm-hmm. just you know starting from that point before that, we were on like GTR records. We did like a first European tour, and that I, w- I would have been like sixteen or something. Yeah, and I was in my it was I was seventeen. It was like my senior year of high school, so like I had to miss. They tried to expel me from high school because I missed oh like uh, eighty nine days or something like that. A school like half the year I missed just from like tours ended up being all through school but I'm learning on the road man yeah yeah I, I wrote all these fake contracts actually and sent them to the board of education and god made them so that they uh they had to let me the prince was like you can't you can't graduate you got to stay another year and I was, I get myself i'm gonna drop out that's all i thought you know yeah, yeah luckily you luckily. made it oh yeah i made all the i made all these fake contracts and nice pretty legit we all typed them up real nice like got some sign in like sent them to the board of education and they were like, you got to let them graduate. There's no choice. So it was like, you know, education trip. That's what I was on basically. Nice. Was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, but from that point on, even so it's, yeah, we, we were nonstop. I mean, I, I can't think of anything I knew from that point. It's like, this is all I want to do. So yep. I have nothing but wanting to progress and tour yep. as much as possible and do as many cool, you know, shows and things as I can right now in my life. So being someone that, you know, you thrive on the live show, on being out on the road, on touring, um, obviously the last 18 months, things are starting to open up now. Think tours are getting announced. Shows are happening. I'm going to see obituary tomorrow night. Uh, So things are happening. um, But during those months, you know, what kept you sane? What kept you on a schedule? What kept you from going wild and and just being Uh, like... But during the pandemic, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah i i've yeah for me it's been pretty big you know this pandemic has been crazy for me i know personally especially like covid took my dad last year so like from that that I'm was hard like, to hear that oh yeah it's okay it's you know it's life it's with the world we live in right now but that's definitely like this pandemic has been for me uh a wild trip that's for sure yeah. my schedule has been all over the place i definitely i'm the type of person like something like that happens it's like i just keep busy you know yeah. what i mean so for me that's like during this pandemic my schedule hasn't even been like a thought it's been like i just want to keep as busy as possible yeah. there's definitely a drive you get from some like tragedy something like that you know what i mean yeah. so it's been a it's it's been a hectic pandemic but i've definitely you know grown learn from it and everything sure. now that stuff is coming back it's definitely like a breath of fresh air because it's all i have in my life for the most yeah. part any little jobs whatever but like you know music is i have to tour or anything to like it's it's cool because it makes you like home better and yeah. it makes you when you're home you're like i want to get away from home at a certain point you know what i mean it's like it's it's nice to escape and it's also nice to you know feel like you want to come back so definitely um my schedule's been wild this pandemic but i have definitely kept busy you know especially in music endeavors as well and stuff like that and now it's like come december is a full ramp up and jar has been playing shows every weekend now like wow two shows in brooklyn and you know uh, one in philly um and i think maybe i'll do another local show around here which are pretty cool so that and then december comes it's full on from there you know hopefully i can start lining up every other month being on tour for the most part Oh, he's just going to be a torn animal right on, man. Well, uh, again, the Full of Hell album Garden of Burning Apparitions is available now. They're going to be coming to town January 11th at the Crocodile. Before I let you go, man, one question. If you can show us, if not, just tell us. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Oh, awesome. I got you one. So I got a... I can't see it right now. My hair is a little bit... I can't grow hair on my eyebrow anymore right here. Okay, I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got, like, when I was a kid, I was running, Um, I was running, like, towards, like, some... I tripped over some bag going... I used to live... When I was in Baltimore, I used to live, and there was uh, these stairs. It was a set, exactly 13 stairs. Uh, so I, fi- I tripped over this grocery bag, and I f- went straight down the stairs and just landed right on my face. And I, so I got... 13 stairs uh it was friday 13th that day so i got it was the and i ended up being the 13th patient that was seen that night of the doctor which is pretty crazy this dude the doctor was freaking out about it so like pretty much all full unlucky like yeah anything you can imagine but you know from that now i can like you know 13 13 is one of those numbers you know i think about sometimes i put it on 13 on black you know I did win when we were in Psycho Las Vegas. I won a decent amount. Yeah. Okay. Nice. 13 black was my last, it was like my last 20. So that was nice. <laughs> you so know what? With that way. story, if you would have just attached yourself to a skateboard and fall like that, you would have been a hero. But no, mm-hmm. it just so happened that you fell. Yeah. I just had that. It was just, I just fell. That's it. You know what I mean? No, but if it was, yeah, if it was something tight like that, you know what I mean? It could have been a better story. But no, I just fell as a kid. But hey, 13, right? Crazy. When you take your hat off like that, has anyone ever told you you look like Chuck Schuldiner from Death? Yeah, I get that. I okay. get that one. Yeah, yeah there's nice. that one. There's a handful of different ones that people give me. You know what nice, I mean? Dude. I think it depends on what I'm wearing that day, I guess. Nice. <laughs> right on, man. All right. Well, Dave from Full of Hell, we look forward to seeing you live. Check out that new album by Full of Hell and also Jarhead Fertilizer, man. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.